Guys, today, Amy, again, guys, again, again, <laughs> we meet again, <laughs> discussing mental health, discussing fitness ventures, discussing coming off social media. Different format to last time, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in the car this time. I know. You can sing a song what if a you pleasure. want. What a pleasure! I know. I and you've got a good like voice. Jinx. Yeah, I do. I, what do you want me to sing? Do you want me to sing something now? No, it's up to you. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I obviously reached out to you because obviously I saw. You know your, um, so I say, story. Not not so dramatic, but just story about a couple of things that's happened. Yeah. And I thought it was really inspiring, and I thought it was really nice to see someone just being so open and honest about things. And we'll go into the we're going to coming off social media shortly. Yeah. But tell me about is it Fitfluencer? Fitfluencer. Tell yeah. me about it. What is Fitfluencer? So Fitfluencer is a concept that I decided to build up and it's still not been launched yet guys so it will be in the next week or so but the whole idea behind it was just I have so many people reaching out to me on social media asking me like how did you build your profile what did you do how do you work with brands this that and the other and I'm currently on a course right now that's helping me learn how to make my own course ironically and I sort of toyed with the idea to start with of I wanted to be empowering women and I was thinking about maybe offering a few different fitness classes and a package every week where women came on and we did some like empowerment work and all of this and then I was like this is just such a saturated market at the moment like so many people are doing it and it's amazing but the one thing that that people reach out to me for and that's in such a high demand is how do you build your social media yeah so that was the whole reasoning behind the Fitfluencer course is that I'm gonna basically coach women, aspiring fitness and fashion influencers on Instagram to build their profiles, but doing it in a way where you're not just posting a booty pic just to get likes, you're gonna be able to reach out to brands, work with different brands, grow your following, and grow your following so that your followers are an effective following where you know if you're a, you're a PT and you you want to pick up clients then you, you're gonna get your following to be prospective clients and stuff like that when you started in social media did mm. you find it did you find that you were just trying to people were trying to post just to try and get likes and just grow your following was there was there sort of any major purpose behind it or I don't know yeah there definitely was like when I came to London as a to be a dancer and whatnot I've always had this like element in my life where I've loved public speaking and like being in you know when you're just like a born leader yeah and I've always liked to lead people so I wanted to build up a community to help inspire women and be like this is my journey you know I'm in London I'm doing this thing I'm trying to be a dancer a fitness person I'm I'm the person that a lot of girls would look up to and be like I want to do that I want to go to London from a small hometown in Wales you know and so it was kind of like that but then in the midst of that I got because of I wasn't as strong back then um, and I was quite naive. I got wrapped up in the whole liking and obsessive following and stuff like that. Really? And it actually brought me into a really dark place with my mental health to the point where I started to, de- I developed, I gave myself social media anxiety. Shit. Where That's I, actually a thing. Yeah, it's actually a thing. I think, well, I think just anxiety in general. Sure, yeah, know. of course. But what does it mean? social media anxiety what I don't, I don't, how how would you what does that look like so what it looks like is that you i would get triggered it's funny how like i had triggers like i had it in my head that i needed to post at 8am every single morning okay and if i didn't post at that time 
I would literally, my heart would race, I'd start to shake. And as well with likes, like if, because you know with the algorithm on Instagram, like sometimes you can have 100 likes an hour, sometimes you can have 400 likes in an hour. It yeah. really does not matter anymore. And I quite frankly don't, don't give care. a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but that. it took me like four years to build up this resilience because at the time, if I didn't have more than two, or if I didn't have up to 200 likes in an hour, mm. I'd be like, overly engaging with people i'd be panicking and if i didn't sometimes if i didn't have that many likes in an hour i would delete the post shit because you think it wasn't good enough yeah and i think i wasn't good enough and i think that people didn't find me attractive and then all of a sudden i just kind of like lost sight of why i was doing it and there was always the element of empowering women and stuff like i never lost sight of that like in the beginning i built this um this group called the uh international girl gang and like i got all these women together and we all like did like fitness meetups and stuff and all of these girls wanted to grow their instagrams as well but it just got into like this really obsessive thing where i remember i used to work in two fitness studios because obviously i was trying to earn money in london and i had two jobs and then i would come home at at, like eight nine o'clock at night i would sit on my bedroom floor and reply to every single comment i would make myself so you're just constantly on your phone like oh i couldn't honestly i i didn't ruin but i started to like it was at the detriment of my relationships i felt like i couldn't go on dates and stuff with people because i felt like i was i I would i would go into the bathroom on dates no come on reply to instagram comments why why i mean and are people actually feeling like this is this This is like what people go through because I was so scared. I had it in my head that if I wasn't that committed to my page, then I wouldn't build. And up until last lockdown, I think that I was being so like, and you know what's so funny? You have this like turning point where you're like, I wasn't being as successful in my business because I was spending too much time on social media. Wow. You know? Wow. And even though social media is supposed to be for your business. So how- Ironically. Yeah. Can you turn off, I mean, I know that you turned off social media for a couple of weeks not long ago how did that feel good to turn it off or not or do you know even though the, the reasoning we'll get into that but the reasoning for why i did it was not healthy i do feel like it was quite refreshing to actually be in a situation where i was not happy in myself and actually process that because i feel like there's been an element before like right now if any of you guys follow me on instagram like i'm going through something at the moment and i've chosen to be very open about it on social media Mm. but if i was to do that two weeks ago when i didn't feel ready to then what i would do which is what i've done previously is force myself to put on a front on social media um when i didn't feel like it and so i was kind of being not true to myself whereas i feel like you know when I was so open about the situation that I'm in a couple of days ago that was because I was like right I I feel ready to do this now and I want to help other people who are going through this and don't have the confidence to speak up I have a page I'm an influencer I may as well influence somebody you know like that's the fucking term for it but um yeah like I, I felt like it was nice in a way not the circumstance but the way in which I just let myself like for the first time in my life like especially in the towards the end of the two weeks I felt like I just needed to let myself be a human because I feel like there's something that I read the other week and it's like we're often human doings and not human beings yeah true and we always feel like we need to do something and I used to feel like that I used to feel like that's what gave me validation in life was do like I and I, I I hold my hands up and say even on social media like I used to get the buzz from people being like you look like you're always busy and you don't stop 
Yeah. And I was like, but actually, I'm not being productive. I'm spending more time making people think that I'm doing more wow. God. than I actually am. Shit. I mean, I, I get that because, I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely, I, I, I genuinely am busy. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. But people, and, and you're, what you're saying is that you're a lot of the time busy on social media as opposed to actually being genuinely busy. Yeah, like there are obviously, I am busier than the actual yeah, normal human being and I know you are as well and it's not like, but I felt like even if, I loved the thought of people thinking, thinking that, that you're busy. Yeah, yeah, and like being on the grind from like 5 a.m. and I used to play up to it and be like, oh guys. And now I'm like, guys, like it's normal. Like I don't, I know we spoke about this last week because I was getting up at 5.30 a.m. and you're yeah, like, oh what my are God. you doing? Um, what is that all about? <laughs> what is, come on, okay. Who actually gets up at, I mean, all this bullshit about people getting up at five and staying at 11 and you only need four hours sleep. No, that's Absolute bullshit. bollocks. That's Thank bullshit. you. Like I, I was only testing the waters because I find that in the afternoons, I normally get quite fatigued, especially because I teach fitness classes still in the morning. Yeah. So a lot of my energy is like exerted in the morning. And then when I have to do something that requires, like I'm not very good at doing admin anyways, because I don't have that kind of brain. Like yeah. I'm just unfortunately not gifted that way. So for me to actually sit down and focus I feel like it's harder to do that in the afternoon so I, I came with the idea that if I got up early and tried to get as much done as I could before that mm. at least I've got something done and if I don't feel like doing it in the afternoon then that's the case but um, that will mean then because I used to do that and then go to bed at like 12 o'clock but you know I need to I'm old and I've prioritized my sleep like if I get up at 5 30 I need to go to bed at least 9 30 10 o'clock in the evening which is fine is it <laughs> is it though? Like I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine going to bed every night at nine o'clock thinking I've still got like three hours of like, you know, of me time. True. Like, that is true. So important in life. Like where people, you talk about coming off social media yeah. to have you time. It's like, I have me time every day yeah. and I have to. So between sort of 8.30, so if anyone cares about this, and I put this out on, a, on an article recently, between yeah. 8.30, 8 o'clock and about 11 o'clock at night, I don't really do a lot on social. Yeah, yeah. Um, just didn't have that time. Try to calm down, relax, because then that gets me ready to actually sleep. Yeah. And I don't get up before 7.30, never. The thing is, like, if I was to go to bed, I don't put pressure on it. Like, if I was to go to bed at 12 o'clock, I wouldn't force myself to get up at half five, you know? And this week, I've been going to bed later because I've been out of a routine. You know, it just yeah. depends. But, yeah, I understand what you mean. You're, like, in bed, like, all oh, this three hours that I could still. But then I also think to myself, how amazing is it that I can wake up at 5.30 and I have three hours in the morning before... Anything I've, starts. Yeah, and, like, you know... That's I've, one way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, I made it into a point of doing work, but it can also be a really beautiful time of morning where the world is completely quiet and you're you can either do yoga or you know and it's just nice to just do that it, it depends people it's quite good way. maybe you could have a certain amount of days where you get up really early and get that shit done yeah um it's not a bad shout it's not a bad shout yeah, but i think but f no but 5 30 every day <laughs> and it's so dark at the, moment the whole world's well. asleep yeah. man <laughs> yeah. i get it in the summer and i get it yeah. like i even get it where people are like it's on their like if they're on their holiday and they want to get up early and go do yoga and go and, yeah. you know, go to the gym or whatever and just enjoy their day in the sun. I don't know, but I, I think doing it every single day 
kills you. And I think this bullshit about people talking about, oh, I only need four hours sleep. You don't fucking need four no, hours sleep. you need eight hours sleep to function like a normal human being. <laughs> you like, do, because otherwise you're a mong. I used to do that, though. I used to be a mong. Like, yeah. I was always like, that's what I mean. Like, when I first Everyone wants a siesta. Yeah. Yeah. You say you have at least have a nap in the afternoon or something. Oh, can I talk about this? Like, Go on. for one minute. So I actually, you guys are going to think I'm absolutely batshit crazy and f- f- feel free. <laughs> but I've been, like, in my later years in life now, like I say, that, <laughs> I'm doing your later years. I can hear you grow up. Well old. Yeah. <laughs> my later years of life. <laughs> Love it. So um in my later twenties, should I say, yeah. like I've I've somehow been thrown into this situation and it's absolute is a blessing where I'm surrounded by lots of like really spiritual people and spiritual healers and like relationship coaches and all these really incredible people that obviously want to make a difference in people's lives and I actually thought, because I've been going through this thing where I used to be able to do like three workouts a day, you know, like I said, like I was an absolute machine up until like last year and then I had a few health problems going on. And then in the midst of all of that happening, I started to get really bad afternoon fatigue. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, there was um, like a hereditary condition in my family where it, you suffer from chronic fatigue. So I was undergoing investigations for that. And I was like, what's going on? Because I literally get to about four o'clock and I need to sleep. And even if I didn't get up at 5.30, it would be like, I could have like 10 hours sleep and I still felt like I needed Shit, to sleep. That's not cool. No, I was like, what's going on? But I went to see this woman the other day. She's amazing. Her name's Claire. She does uh, spiritual healing courses. She's been on at me for ages asking me to do these courses and I'm like, oh, it's not really me. <laughs> you know, when you're you're like, you've got these people like, come and join us on the Himalayan mountains and you're like, mm, it's just not. But <laughs> when you do it, actually, she did some spiritual healing with me and I actually released a lot of um, hurt that I had internally from like childhood and stuff. Oh, and really? Since I've done that, I actually feel like I've had more energy. No way. I'm not joking. I'm not I'm not just making this up guys. Nobody's paid me to say this. So I was thinking maybe maybe it's not my health and maybe I was just carrying a lot of hurt from other people because when you're there's two types of people I've been doing research into this as well and I posted something on my story the other day about it where there's two types of people on this planet unfortunately you have energy vampires and empaths yeah and if you're an empath an empathetic person then you um you you feel everything Mm -hmm. and if you and your parents say for instance you're an only child and your parents and you are very connected it's like a common thing where when you're younger you hold on to your parents hurt and if they've gone through things then you internally feel that wow is so that true really you feel <laughs> you're like I'm not, I'm not convinced i don't know i i don't know how much truth is is in it yeah I'd, it could be a load of yeah. crap for that i know but i just i feel like as soon as i let go of that i did feel a lot better energy levels wise and i and also this has been a bit of a journey for me where i feel like i've got rid of other people in my life toxic relationships and now i feel like i, I do have a lot more focus and energy so i think maybe it's about being around the right kind of people mm, i think surrounding yourself with be, yeah the right people yeah and am i allowed to go in here <laughs> we'll soon find out yeah i'll get arrested we're, we're in buckingham palace i think i don't, think, we? I don't know where we are <laughs> um but uh, yeah do you surround yourself with good people i know like you know not relationships aside but do you, do you try to surround yourself with good people yeah like or good energy i feel like over the years i've been you know it's been up and down you know figuring out who i have in my life and who i don't but i feel like ultimately now i would say hands down yes apart from my childhood friendships where they're still amazing people whether we share the same or we do share the same values but they might not be that they don't maybe sort of at certain 
not ambitions, but like, you know, you really want to achieve something and it's yeah. like yeah, you've got a sort of different work ethic or different outlook of... Yeah, exactly. I think that they, those kind of people, they're just, because you, you've had that friendship for so long, that's why you're in that friendship. But yeah. for like the majority of people in my life now, ironically, because of what I do and how in my influencing is my life as well so it's not like I have a separate career to my life everything is intertwined but like all of the people that I bother with and surround myself with now enhance me and enhance my business yeah and that's probably subconsciously I've put myself in that position um, but I feel like it's from attracting those kind of people into my life as well have you set yourself a goal with your business about what you wanted to achieve um, yeah so I think at the moment I had to get rid of certain barriers in the way because I want to obviously set up kind of like a bit of a revolution revolution yeah. about like the fit fluence revolution and it's going to be a 12-week course and i'm going to be charging like a high ticket price for it like a premium price and um i want it to just keep going and going and going you know and i want to be able to go to you know, travel the world doing talks and webinars and seminars and, wow. and you know and all of this and I, I don't know where it's going to grow you know because there's so many things that I want to do, you know, I love presenting and public speaking and, you know, the, all of that might, mm. uh, it's just going to be interesting where it grows, but I, I hope that it grows. Give us some free tips about what someone could do. Not, I don't mean like, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't mean the secrets of everything, cause no. there, but like, is this, if someone's starting on social media now and thinking, I want to, you know, I want to page like Amy's, what sort of couple of tips that you could give them? I think, first of all, don't be a dick yeah. on social media like don't play games so if you actually wanting to build relationships with people on social media there's no point in going on to Instagram and being like I just like I said I want a big following like be empathetic with people yeah. but don't absorb yourself in it don't be like I used to do it like read everybody's captions and be like oh I'm gonna reply in depth but just if you're gonna you need to network with people mm -hmm. you can't just expect it unless, unless you're on a reality TV show or you're worldwide famous and you can post something and get millions of likes without doing anything you need to actually show on your page that your page you're a real person yes so interact with people read people's captions pick out key points from their captions and be like I understand where you're coming from mm. build up relationships with people start to yeah, just give a bit of life to what you're doing on your page. Yeah, okay. I'd say that was one. Nice. Um, and then also relating, like picking up common themes and topics that people are going to relate to. You know, if you're a female fitness influencer, you you know you some people don't feel comfortable being raw on their page, and I get that. But unfortunately, the way social media is going right now, I feel like the the more raw you are, the better. Yeah. So uh, it's more engaging. Like when I saw your post, I was like, oh wow! Like you saw, it's like real life drama. Yeah, you know? thousands of people. I, I, lately, guys, because of the algorithm on Instagram, I've been getting like 400 views max on my stories, and then all of a sudden, it's like nearly 2,000 in a wow, day. Wow, there you go. Because people were like, huh, what's shows, going on? It? She's not perfect, you know. She she's going through shit in life. Because you know what? Everybody is on social media, so don't believe that. And I know Thank that you. I know that people as well. I feel like there's been this really bizarre, massive influx of. It's gone from the perfect booty picture picture now to, oh, look, everyone, ladies, yeah, I'm fat, <laughs> I've got rolls, look, my cellulite, I'm going to squeeze myself to make myself... It has gone to that, though, hasn't it? 
And yeah, it's finding the balance because you don't want to be like, oh, I've just jumped. But then when does it stop? Because all of these things are becoming fads. Yeah, of course. And then it's like, oh, another fad. And then, you know, so I think finding your niche, go within where you feel is comfortable, but trying to be relatable to your audience is the best way to go about things, I think. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, because I, I see a lot of time people are like, I don't always want to see your roles. Yeah. Like, I don't always want to <laughs> see the, like you do. I, so I go to social media to actually look for inspiration. Like I go exactly. to see, shit that looks great because I want to aspire to that like I, I, I don't always want to see people yeah okay, okay I'm fat but I don't want to see you being fat I want to I want you to show me how good I could look yes I want you to show me your abs sometimes because I want to see like if you did this this and this you could achieve this but some people look at social media because they feel so down within themselves they see other people look doing well they don't like it and I just think you have to follow stuff that inspires you like that motivates you that wants you to bring the best out in you because mm-hmm. the minute you see negative shit on there or it makes you feel bad just stop following them yeah yeah that's it i feel like that is so true you need to also if you're gonna be on social media make sure you're getting the best out of it for you so it's not like impacting you but from an influencer's perspective i feel like it's so hard it's like if you go to a doctor right and you know doctors get so much stick because they get told that they've done a wrong diagnosis or something happens, you know, and doctors are like shown as these people that are meant to fix everything. Yeah. And it's kind of the same with social media. Like, you know, when you put yourself out there, you're like, oh, now people are judging. Oh, too much perfection. Perfection. You're yeah. doing too much perfection. Oh no, now you're doing too many roles. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, now you're doing like too much mental health. Like don't air your dirty laundry on social media. Oh fucking hell, she's off on one about something now. You know, you penalized on this. Like finding the balance, you know, but eventually you'll kind of find that it's, if you're, a relate, if you're a relatable person, you will have people sort of there to stick around, but you write about the, neg- like you need to follow people that inspire you yeah. and make you feel good. And also the advice I would give and something that I want to put into my course is to not take everything too internally. Mm. Like it's taken me four years to develop this like mental strategy where I'm able to post on social media now. And, and like, like what I did with my stories the other day, you know, I posted that and I left it and I was like, I'm gonna leave this now for like at least two hours. And then I looked at my phone and then I had nearly 200 messages in my inbox about it. Wow. But at that point I was like, right Amy, if you're, and I'm trying to do this thing as well now where if I feel like I'm, I'm gonna post something and like r- immediately when I posted those stories, I wanted to delete them. Mm. I wanted to because I was like, this is so uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And I think you need to get used to getting into the uncomfortable. Yes, you do. Um, and some, you know, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, it's taken me three years to do it. And I guess some people are gifted to be able to do it straight away. They don't give a, a fuck on social media. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. He's amazing. But J- James Smith PT, you yeah. know, he's very out there and seems to have been able to do that from the very beginning. Yeah. For me, it's not been that easy to be no, that open on my page. At least you're honest about it, though. Yeah. Yeah, you, at least you're honest about it. Like some people, are like, no, I don't give a shit. You do give a shit. I do. Give but at least, a shit. You're, at least you're honest about it. And I care what people think about me as well. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing either. Of course it's not. And I, I don't look. I, I put out there sometimes that I don't care if you like me or don't like me. Yeah. Like I genuinely just. I'm, I've gone past the point. I've gone past. If you don't like me, you don't like me. That's not my problem. Yes. Like yeah. I, I don't care if you don't like me. That's not my issue. But I do care that the people that I do like that they get value from something that I give. Like, you know, if you don't get value from it, not an issue, but if you you don't like me, 
it's not my fault. It's not going to take my... you. It's not going to like you're not going to lose fucking sleep overnight. I'm definitely yeah. not going to lose out of my, any of my eight hours sleep. <laughs> yeah, be beautiful eight hours. No, exactly. And I, I know what you mean. Like it's not about being like you're just going to. You, you're obviously not a very nice person, or you have certain issues that you need to deal with. If you go around being like, I don't care what people think of me. You know, it's not that. It's just you're just coming from the angle where. You know, you're, I'm glad that I'm adding value to the people that do like me in my life. If you don't yeah. like me, stop that, following me. Stop following me, and that's not me being an asshole. I'm just not going to let it affect me. It's true though. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't allow it to affect you. And social media shouldn't be, shouldn't be there to put yourself down or to make you feel bad. Social media is a tool. Whether you want to use that for business or you want to use that for whatever you want, yeah. dating. I don't know. Whatever you want to use it for. You ever dated from social media? <laughs> Oh, we're getting into the juicy stuff. Oh, well, well, come on. Like, you know, I I thought your videos were funny. Like, (laughs) as much as, like, uh, no one likes a breakup and men are shit. We get that, right? And this is all lighthearted, right? Mm. Not, but, Mm. you know, like, you must get, look, I know people must message you on Instagram and, you know, whatever. I mean, I get messages sometimes, people saying, I love you. And I show my (laughs) wife and she laughs. And she's like, at least someone loves you, right? <laughs> but Your it's like, wife's a legend, by the way. Yeah, she's funny. She is funny. But tell me, like, you know, it must can't be easy because there's a lot of men on social media like, oh, yeah, like liking. <laughs> and, Show me a party. Yeah. yeah like. <laughs> you must get that. Yeah, all the time. How do you handle that? Do you know, like, so FYI, can I just say, everybody, um, this is me speaking from the heart now. Yep. So I um have recently (laughs) this week got out of a relationship with somebody that wasn't on social media as much wasn't as active on there and i never once when i was in my relationship messaged anybody else like that i never felt like with me and the attention that i get on social media i don't use it to like i never put anything out there to i guess it's like huh chicken and an egg situation because when you're when you're a certain type of person i guess and you're not ugly you will obviously get naturally get attention anyway so yeah. it it's kind of a known given i think any female on social media is going to get a creepy yeah, of course. message some anyways so if you're a female that's a known given on social media but i never feel like the attention that i get on social media off men isn't like I never hide it because for me I'm with that person and it doesn't matter to me so I was always really open about it in my mm. relationship and FYI guys just because somebody doesn't have a big following doesn't mean that they're going to be really snaky on social media because yeah. yeah that's what I found out but um yeah like I guess people messaging you on social media is going to be part and parcel of it but yeah. I I have guys that I message on social media but I'm really open about it because they're my friends yeah they're of not, course like you said you know you have people you know it's going to be a in this day and age you don't just have guys have guy friends and girls have girlfriends you know there's going to no, be a crossover but I think if you never have the intent to to do that behind somebody's back then you can be open about it of course because it's all, it's all about networking as well right yeah. It's like, imagine I couldn't message you because someone was like, why are you messaging Amy? Like, you know, it'd be really weird. Like, well, hold on, just message men. Yeah. So I, I get it. And message, you know, men will message you and women will message you. But I think you just have to take it all with a pinch of salt and be like, you know, whatever. But you must get a creep. Do you block creepy messages? I have done in the past. Like I've had, and as well, um, guys, really funny story. So I talking about the weird and wonderful world of social media in january i started to work with another social media platform called bigo okay or bigo i can't remember and it's basically like the korean version of tiktok 
Okay. And yeah, like craziness. And basically what you do on Bego is you live stream on there. So it's kind of like you're doing an Instagram live mm -hmm. and you live stream on there for X amount of hours a day hours yeah it's quite intense and then if you do your certain amount of hours and it's like people give you certain gifts on there <laughs> and then like <laughs> what sort of gifts money right it's like all internally done in the app so you can like somebody like some weird man called peter can give you a dragon and then the dragon amounts to like 500 beans right. and then the beans go into your wallet and then the conversion rate between that then the agency that you're with will convert it and they'll pay it to you and your money at the end of the month but people like this this shit is crazy like if you stream for like if you like spent all of your time streaming you could literally earn like millions of pounds on there you're joking i'm not joking i'm on bigo what's it called get on bigo is yeah, it bigo or bigo but i just found it was like I, I've got to a point in my life where I'm like if I'm putting more into something then I'm getting out of it like it was ridiculous like I was having to stream like like it's it's harmless like it's kind of like a a less creepy only fans <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with it though you just talk on just there just talk to lonely lonely oh, men oh god and like and like I would just talk to them and they'd just be like how's your day and then and then you have to be like right guys show me some love and give me some no way and all of this and you know and I think ironically that was do you see them or not do you see the no, men no the men just they can like, only see you they can only see me and like but they were they were really strict on this so you couldn't do um you can't do any like i couldn't even wear a low-cut top oh so okay it's so it's not 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 like getting your thing yeah not cd yeah, okay but you can get them <laughs> You can go, like, if you private message people on there yeah. and have that kind of relationship, then they can't really control your agency because you're meant to be with an agency. They can't control what you do. So you can have these people called Bean Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, guys, right, when you're a self-employed person in the middle of a fucking pandemic and you get offered these things, you, you fucking take them at the time. And, like, thank God I managed to somehow launch my own call i knew that it was never going to be but did you earn good money out of it no, oh, no. <laughs> i had to do 30 hours for the month right that's only an hour a day yeah, roughly yeah around an hour a day and i think in the end you have to do your maximum points or yeah. whatever was like i had to get 10k points and then that the conversion rate for that was like 150 pounds oh shit I mean, that's not a lot. What the fuck? There's no point doing that. It's like what with the It's like what you would do on there is if you were there over a certain amount of time, then you build up a platform, and then yeah. it would be easier to do it. Like I was live streaming my workouts on there and stuff. Oh right, okay. So that kind of thing was good, but I just didn't because I was obviously focusing on my course. I just didn't have enough time, and then balancing that with Instagram as well. Fuck. And I think maybe that's why my ex felt lonely. Yeah, I'm not I, surprised. <laughs> Well, but it's, he's got to deal with it though, no? Yeah. I think if he met yeah. you with, uh, I think he met you with an Instagram yeah. account, and that's what it is, right? Yeah. You know. And don't turn around. Sorry, but, I will get into that, but yeah. I mean, if someone wants to date a stripper, they can't then tell them turn around and say, oh, "No, I don't want you to be a stripper anymore." Oh it doesn't work, God. right? Exactly, and that don't as well. If you have, if you don't feel comfortable with it, communicate that with your partner. Yeah, exactly. Don't. don't, go don't and, yeah. yeah. Don't be a shit. Don't be a shit. Just be honest and be like, if you can't deal with it fucking just say it yeah yeah exactly. be a man be a man and or be well. a woman 
Oh, yeah, exactly. Women, women are the same. Yeah, there's, I'm not saying that no, women are, nah. you know, like... Women out there are shits as well. We know about you. <laughs> we know about, about you, you girls yeah. as well. You little fuckers. <laughs> it's, it's true. Like, there's... It's guys and girls. It's not just. It's not just men. It's not just women. I think if people got issues about relationships and you're scared to say something to your partner, mm-hmm. then if you're scared to say, say something to your partner, you're with the wrong person in the first place. Or you need to sort out your issues with communication. Yeah, absolutely. And you can come to Nathan K Therapy. Hey, exactly. <laughs> this is a great therapy. So you're going to do one of the seminars. Why don't you do one of the seminars then for Yen Society? Yeah. Definitely. You know, I think that'd be a good shout. It's a good start. You know, you could do, um, you know, they're all free, of course. Yeah. But we don't. We do pay the people. So if someone wants to do a course, they want to get paid for it. We do pay you to do the course. Wow. So we pay you to deliver it. Oh, amazing. So instead of the way you would normally charge, um, where, we, where we would, sorry, where we would normally charge the people mm. um, and you would get paid for it, mm. we, we would pay you because the courses are free, right. we would pay you for the day to deliver the seminar to the people. Amazing. So and they can still attend for free, but you get paid for doing it. That's incredible, Nathan. Yeah, so. I, I would love to be on board with that because I feel like it's just going to get me used to, because I'm hosting a webinar next Wednesday yep. and it's the first webinar I've ever hosted and I, oh, I'm shit. obviously comfortable with public speaking, but it's the thought of having to um, really not sell because I don't want to sell the course, it's not going to be salesy. No. But making people believe that they actually need this yeah and showing them it's good value exactly because i care but you know so getting used to doing that and delivering courses is going to help me you know in any any shape or form you know so, so when's it going to be when do you have a date when it's going to be released so i think i i've always kind of this is the one thing that i've learned about i realized how much i didn't know about business <laughs> until i started doing this and I thought everything had to be perfect and you know one of my business mentors at the moment on my course she turned around and said the other day she was like oh do you know what I did before I launched what I was doing I thought that if I was three pounds heavier then I would be able to launch my course like it's funny how we have these blockers in the way like Mm. it has to be perfect before we launch and it's like you know what I don't have to have every single module figured out. I have like at least a week in between those modules to do the research that I need to do. Obviously, I know my stuff, guys, but to really get this strong. So Mm. I think the best thing for me to do is just throw myself in the deep end. I posted on on social media about it and I've had loads of girls be like, I'm up for doing your webinar. I'm up for doing your presentation. So we're just going to get it out there next Wednesday see how it goes if i don't have any signups i don't have any signups i'm just going to keep pushing do another one till i get signups nice just keep going don't stop yeah don't stop i think that's you know because I, I i've even done it with social media do you know in january i was in this really weird hole where i was like right i want to do a proper launch a proper refresh of my page on social media i want it to all look aesthetically pleasing mm. so i had it in my head that i wasn't going to post anything on instagram until i had all of my photos edited and put into folders <laughs> What? If that's not like OCD brain, yeah, that is, like, that is, that that is like proper the OCD. Autistic spectrum or something. You might be. You might be slightly autistic. <laughs> or I've got ADHD. ADD. You've, def- you've got something for sure. <laughs> I mean, to do that is is absolutely mental. But look, look you've got a following of what thirty or thousand. And yeah. that's increased. You, that's another ten thousand followers since I met you. Yeah. Mine stayed at like mine. Fucking never goes past twelve thousand six hundred. Climbing, but you got to ten k, which is amazing. Yeah, but I hit that ages ago, and then for some reason it just hasn't grown. Like it hasn't really 
gathered pace. Like I get loads of followers, people unfollow me. I don't really care how many followers yeah. there are. What I do care is that the people that do follow me get something from it. That's all that matters. And then unfortunately, yeah, I feel like it doesn't even matter anymore. Like I've done my, like 36K is fine for me. I'd love to get to 100K because, not because I want to get to that number for me, but it means then that I'm growing my audience to a wider audience. Yeah. But you're- And u- helping more people. Exactly, that's the aim. But you're utilizing this 12,000 and you have, and what matters is that I'd rather have my posts be interactive from the followers that I've got. Yeah, I suppose so. That, yeah, and people that just don't give, yeah. it, or don't follow it, or don't care, or don't exactly. get anything from it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the podcast for me is what I love doing. I love yeah. doing stuff like this because people, oh. people. Wow, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Cyclists. Do you cycle? <laughs> no, I absolutely. I I can't cycle in London. I drive in London, and that's fucking scary. It is ask. scary. You still getting parking tickets? Oh yeah, got one the no. other day. Are you yeah. joking? No, not joking. Wow. Oh great. Been mad. Why? Why? There's a sign. It says like, "Do not park here. You can park here." Well, I parked outside. Um, I've got a client, and um, she's like a rich Russian lady because I still do personal training on the side. And I parked on here like resident parking where you're allowed to park. Mm. And there was a sign, like a little yellow sign, saying, "We've saved this parking space for something on the road." Oh yeah, for for removals or something. And I didn't even see it. Oh come on! I was like, I know, like, but that's. I feel like out of all of the shitty mistakes I've done in London, that was like the because I paid as well, so it's not like I didn't pay. Oh, it's like you paid for parking. And yeah. then, ah, uh, because you weren't allowed to, it was suspended yeah, basically. Suspended parking space. I was like, out of all the fucking parking spaces, you had to You've suspend that. that one, didn't you? But it was in those two weeks that I was all over the Shit. place. Shit. So, yeah. But it's okay. And how were you during the, during the pandemic, we, like through COVID? Was it scary at the beginning? Yeah, I. Yeah, it was. I can only say that it was a whirlwind. Like, I went to, in the January, I went to New York with my mum. Yeah. And I remember me and my mum were in the airport and everybody had masks on. And I was literally, two weeks before we went into a global lockdown, yeah. I was dancing on the tables in the folly, whatever it's called, in the Alps. Yeah. Living my best life, doing what? that race ski, dancing on the tables with people. <laughs> Amazing. Then next thing you know, I come back and I have the worst headache and I feel so fatigued. Oh, and I shit. think I might have had COVID. COVID. <laughs> and then, we get told that I, ha- I I had to move back to London um, to Wales to uh, to be with my family because my mum was like, well, the, the army are going to be patrolling the streets in London. Oh and, my like, god! All of this, and then on top of that, the Alps were like one of the worst affected areas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. My friend came back from Austria and gave it to me. <laughs> he was a, so where, where the English no. guy was found to have had it. Um, yeah, he came back from his birthday in like February time and gave it back to me in March. Yeah, lovely guy. Oh, bless you. Were so, you okay? Fucking fine. See, this is the thing. Like, I feel like everybody had. We, I think, we all thought that it was just going to be like you die from it. Yeah, no. Touch wood. Like, yeah. unfortunately, I have people that have been really, really badly affected, and my heart goes out to those kind of people. But yeah, I think that we were all just scared in the beginning. Um, and yeah, like it's been a process for me having to adapt online and stuff. But I feel like first lockdown, I was a bit all over the place, and like I said, I was still in that weird phase of being obsessed with social media. Yeah. And now I use it for what I need to use it for, and that's it. What's the biggest thing you've learned, you reckon, from the last year? I've learned to have confidence in myself, Mm. to believe in my abilities, um, to manage my anxiety, um, and to really home in on my values, and to know that knowledge is power. Mm, I like that. Um, and you know, the more reading that you do and the more 
you just the, the minute that you get to that level in your brain where you open up your mind to to all of this you're already reaching a higher level in your life like that a lot does that make sense it's good very good Guys, you need to go and get on Amy's course as soon as possible. <laughs> Come join the Fifluencer course. Will there be, will there be a, a website? Um, I've got a landing page, so I've got a funnel, so you guys can sign up to the masterclass through that. And then I think I like this is the thing, guys. It's super. super. The link, the links will be here somewhere. Yeah. I will, I will put the links in. If you could, that'd be amazing. Um, and yeah, so you can sign up to my masterclass through that. And then uh, when you obviously come onto the course, the course is going to be like an interactive course. So I want it to be very much how I work which is more you know going on a zoom call learning a lot of stuff then going and putting it into action is it one-to-one -one? no I, I don't want any more than potentially this could blow up and I could have like thousands of people hilarious yeah. but yeah thousands of people wanting to do it but I don't want to take the personal element out of it okay so I feel like I don't want it to be just like you can't have any one-to-one -one time so we do one session a week I think where you learn about the module and then we do one session a week, it's going to be a Q&A and it's probably going to be about 10 to 20 people max okay. so that you still all have time. Yeah. And then any one-to-one -one consultancy work afterwards, obviously that's going to be something to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I do want it to be more of like an action-based course. Okay. So I want, you know, whatever you learn, like this is what I'm doing on my course right now, you know, you learn this, this and this, you've got to go and put it into your business. Yeah, of course. And that's how I learn about things, so yeah. Love it. Thank Guys, today so we've had much. Amy again. Again. But very good. I love it today. No, thanks so much for your time. No, thank you for having me. Guys, if you've liked it, shared it, thumbs up, whatever you want to do. We, I don't care if you like it or don't like it. <laughs> it is what it is. And that's why you've got to look at things. But exactly. yeah, Amy, thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. Welcome. Ethan. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.